The next 10 years are the most important 10 years of our lifetimes because over the next 10 years, institutions that we've known, institutions that we have held to so dearly, our way of life is about to be upended, uprooted, reworked, reworked for the better. It's going to be scary for a lot of people, but what's going to emerge on the other side is something stronger and more sustainable where rapid success is more possible, it's easier, and the individual is going to shine in ways they've never shined before. So be encouraged. I believe that this is your time. So here's the big question. How do everyday people like us who didn't grow up wealthy and were not taught how to be wealthy in school, how are we supposed to learn to think, invest, and grow wealth like the top 1% without compromising our ethics and our values? My name is Jeremy Whaley. That was my big question. This podcast will give you the answers. You're listening to Think Rich Radio. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Think Rich Radio. I am your host, Jeremy Whaley, and it's so great to have you joining me for episode number 40. Can you believe we've made it to 40 episodes? And I have called this episode, Old Institutions Are Dying. This is picking up on a topic that I started talking about in my uh, Sunday Night Live class that I teach on Sunday nights uh, from a week ago. And um, this is this is something I've been talking about for quite a while, for maybe three or four years, based on a book called The Fourth Turning. And in The Fourth Turning, I've referenced it several times, but I'll give you a quick little highlight here. In The Fourth Turning, it talks about the different seasons of societal change. And we are right in the middle of one of those right now. It's about an 80 to 100 year cycle. I believe we're at the peak of that cycle right now. And when we go through a fourth turning, there's an interesting phenomenon that happens. Just like in the winter time, you know, old old things die away and pass away. The old trees die off, the old crops and everything. And then in the springtime, it makes room for the new new uh, crop to be sown and then ultimately worked throughout the summer and then harvested in the fall. Well, guess what? During the societal seasons, institutions do the same thing. There's actually a lot of stuff that dies off in a winter, but institutions are one of them. So we're going to talk about that and what that could mean for you moving forward, because the reality is it might be a little scary, but there's a ton of opportunity on the horizon. Before we get there, I want to remind you, if you go over to my website, jeremywhaley.com, there's a lot of opportunities there for you to check out several things. I'd like to point your attention to a video that I put up last week on uh, overcoming fear. If you happen to get there this week, you'll be able to see that. Otherwise, I'm going to take that video down and uh, you'll have the opportunity to sign up for my one year of mentoring, which is officially available now. So I have one year of mentoring. If you're interested in participating with that, I have a free version of that where I will be sending you an email every day for uh, several weeks, about six or seven weeks, and then a continuation on a weekly basis uh, for the entire year. So I'd love to have you sign up for one year of mentoring, and you can do that over at jeremywhaley.com. definitely living in uncertain times. Everything has changed in the last two or three weeks. Whenever I started this podcast about a year ago, we were on the upside of a bull market. We're on the upside of one of the greatest economic expansions that we've had. And now we're on the downside of that. We will hit the bottom. We'll hit it fairly soon. But before we freak out, what we need to identify is we need to recognize that we are following a model, a model that was laid out in the fourth turning, this book written by William Strauss and Neil Howe in the 1990s. 
And they called it an American prophecy, not because they were looking through a looking glass and forecasting the future, but because they were just simply modeling society and societal turns that have happened on an 80 to 100 year cycle, going back in some cases 5,000 years or more. Now, Strauss and Howe are not the only people who've modeled these cycles. There's many people who've looked at society cycles, but Strauss and Howe have done a great job of articulating it with a metaphor that we can easily understand. And that metaphor is the metaphor of the seasons. So they talk about the spring, the summer, the fall, and the winter, and right now we are in a societal winter. This societal winter kicked off in 2008-2009 with the first economic crash, and now we are in the middle of what I believe is the peak of this economic cycle, of this winter, if you will, societal cycle, and we probably have another five to ten years of the overall cycle. That doesn't mean the the economy is going to be desperate for the next five to ten years. It just means that we're about five to ten years before we fully flush out the rest of this cycle. And what we're going to see throughout the rest of the cycle is we're going to see this economy hit the bottom. And when it hits the bottom, that will be it. It will be definitive. That will be the bottom. And we will then be entering into about an 80 to 100 year bull market that is unlike anything we've ever seen before. Now, this is following the exact same model of what we saw happen in the 1930s with the previous fourth turning. In the 1930s, the Great Depression as we know it today was kicked off with the stock market collapse of 1929. Now, that market collapse lasted about 18 months. Well, guess what we've just gone through? In 2008, 2009, we had an 18-month market collapse. That triggered us into this current societal winter, this fourth turning. Now, what they don't talk about is from the bottom of the market in 1932, moving forward about five years, the stock market gained a little over 300%. And then there was another crash. And that crash happened in 1937, and the market sold off right around 50% in just a few months. Well, guess what we've just experienced? Between the bottom of the market in 2009, with this particular economic cycle and this societal winter, the beginning happened in 2008, 2009. The bottom of the market happened in March 2009. We've had a 300% gain in the market, just like what we experienced in 1930s. And now what have we seen over the last few weeks? We've seen almost a 50% sell-off. I think there's still a little bit more to come. We'll have to see where things stabilize. But what we're experiencing right now is we're experiencing a model that we've known before. And there's going to come a bottom. And when that bottom comes, we will have the greatest bull market that we have ever known. So there is great things coming. But before we can get to the great things, one of the key concepts of winter is the old has to die. The old has to die. And that's what we're going to talk about the rest of this episode. The old institutions have to die so that new ones can be born. institutions have to die and what new institutions are going to come. I think the first one we're going to see is the traditional job and the traditional career. And the reason I think this is going to happen is because it happened in the previous fourth turning. If you look at the world leading up to the Great Depression, we had been moving through about a 50 to 80 year cycle of a great migration from the agriculture-based society over to an industrial-based society. 
We call it the age of industrialism or the Gilded Era. There's a lot of different titles for it. But the previous fourth turning before that had been the Civil War. After that, we ushered in this whole industrial age and people started migrating from farm life over into a more city-based life. The Great Depression forced a lot of that. We saw incredible political agendas being pushed through during the Great Depression. We saw all this progressivism. We saw Social Security being enacted. We saw the Federal Reserve. Um, we, we saw uh, central banking and all of those institutions that are now on the chopping block. They all came out of the previous fourth turning. And so for the last 80 to 100 years, we've been living under those institutions and that model of life. But for the last several years, the last 30 to 40 years, we've started to see a trend towards the solo entrepreneur individuals looking to build their own autonomy apart from the old career. We've seen a boom in the network marketing industry, which speaks to the same, uh, the same desire for autonomy. We've seen a boom in the online business world. All of these things that allow the individual to own their own small business without being tied to a traditional job or a traditional career. That is the institution that I believe is going to completely fall down over the next few years, and we're going to see the rise of what I'm going to call the at-homepreneur. The at-homepreneur, individuals saying, I can build a career for myself at home. And finally, we actually have the technology that can support this. Up until now, we needed those workers in their jobs. But what we're seeing is with artificial intelligence and so many other new things and new technologies that are available, a lot of those jobs don't need to be filled by humans, which means people are free to go design a life of their own. So the first institution that I think is going to die off is the traditional job and the traditional career, which means now, more than any time in world history, you have the opportunity, and pretty soon it will become a necessary mandate for you to build and create your own career at home, your own income, through your own at-home preneurship. The second institution that is about to be disrupted in a major way is the institution of higher education, colleges and universities, the institution itself. Now, up until now, we've heard everybody say, you have to go to college, you have to get a degree, and you know, if you go ahead and get a master's degree, maybe a doctorate degree, you can really get a great job for yourself. And the cost of education has gone up, it's been subsidized by the government through student loans, and yada yada you all know that you understand that problem is education cannot keep up with how fast the world is changing anymore the higher education institution is doomed because it cannot keep up and this week over the last two weeks we've seen something fascinating happening we may have just seen the the disruption of the bubble because whenever this virus hit all of the colleges and universities said everybody go home everybody go home and you can take your classes online. Well, now for the first time, people who've never opened their mind to the idea that I could learn just as well at home online, people are now saying, ah, it's just as good. My institution just told me so. And so what this is going to do is it's going to open up an entirely new thought process. People are going to say, well, I could get this degree from such and such university and it might cost me $100,000 or I could just learn the skills that I want to learn 
I can just take some of these other online courses, such as the ones that I've offered for the last several years and so many other people are offering now online, self-paced learning, not necessarily through an institution, but through somebody who's an expert in that area. So now we're seeing disruption where the colleges and universities are no longer competing with just themselves. They are now competing with the Udemy's of the world, the people like myself who've been putting out training for the last 10 years, other people like yourselves who might be doing online training, webinar trainings. The world just exploded if you're in the world of higher education. If you happen to be a teacher, and you're looking at colleges and universities, you need to be looking outside because that is a job and a career that is about to completely implode. The same way the music industry fell apart in the early 2000s, that's what's about to happen to higher education. And so I, yeah, I don't have the answer for how you, you survive that storm on an institutional level. I don't know that you can. But on an individual level, you can survive that storm by looking outward. Instead of looking at the institution, look back out at the world and say, who can I serve? How can I go launch my own thing? And it comes back to the very first point, which is no more traditional jobs and careers. Everybody's going to become an at-home preneur. The next institution that is going to be disrupted completely, I think it's already happened, but if it has not happened up until now, this current financial blow will probably finish it off, and that is the world of financial planning. Traditional financial planning is, it should be toast. If it's not already, it should be. Because traditional financial planning doesn't prepare you for a bear market. Traditional financial planning does not take care of the most important need, which is cash flow. That's why I have taught my financial fortress model for uh, almost 10 years now. And I, I believe so strongly in it because whenever I understood and I learned that cash flow is king, I started to understand what the real outcome of financial planning should be. We shouldn't be hoarding our cash so that we can have a big nest egg. What we need to be doing is we need to be allocating our cash into cash flowing assets that will continue to pay us over time. So that if your job goes defunct or if there's a virus that hits the world and you can't go to work, well, the cash doesn't have to stop. And right now we're seeing this magnified at a hundred times level because so many people, they literally just can't even go to work anymore. I'm getting emails from people that tell me they just got laid off. They're getting told by their bosses, I can't afford to pay you anymore. I'm sorry, you're, you're gone. This is sinking all sorts of small businesses, the service industry, but it's not just the service industry. Travel industry, the uh, live events industry, if you happen to be in an industry that's used to doing you know, corporate live events, all of these things just evaporated overnight. And if you were following the traditional financial planning model, you have nowhere to turn right now. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is we are going to get through this. And the disruption that's going to happen is people are going to say, I remember that. People who did not suffer in 2008 and 2009, they are suffering right now. And that's why traditional financial planning is dead. And the new model of financial planning is something along the lines of what I've been articulating for 10 years with my financial fortress. It's focused on diversified income. That is the future of financial planning.
The next institution I think is going to go by way of uh, last century. This one's controversial, but it is the institution of 20th century banking. Central banks, as we know it, I think are done. The Federal Reserve could not do anything to stay ahead of this economic crisis, and they could not do anything, they cannot do anything to pull us out of it. What's going to pull us out? I don't know. I have my theories. My biggest theory is I think we may be seeing some sort of a debt restructuring of the entire nation. Not just on a government level, but even all the way down to an individual level. I think that may be the only way to re-stimulate the economy. With so many people that cannot afford their day-to-day expenses at this point, the only thing that would truly reset the economy is to wipe out all debt. And we're starting to see some of that. We're seeing that in the delay of payments and the delay of interest for student loans. They're talking about mortgages being delayed. It's only a couple of steps further. Let's say that this crisis goes on for a few weeks. Government's going to have to do something. They can't just keep writing checks for trillion-dollar stimuluses to send out $1,000 to every citizen. Plus, it doesn't take you far enough. Just in the United States right now, we are losing trillions of dollars of revenue between businesses and individuals that transact on a daily basis. And so the longer this goes, the bigger the problem will compound. I think the only way to reset this would be to do a complete debt jubilee, a complete write-up of all the debts, government debts, individual debts, corporate debts. You pass all of that over to the banks. They were the ones that wrote the loans. Now the financial industry is in a crisis. They pass all of that over to the Federal Reserve, the central banking system, which, by the way, if you don't know, is not federal. There's nothing government about it, but it is the backstop. It is the backstop of these banks. So the Federal Reserve then becomes the bad guy. We rework the Federal Reserve central banking system and everything flushes through. Now, I can't prove that this is going to happen. I have a lot of reasons to think it's going to happen. But from an economic standpoint, it looks like the best and maybe the only solution to get the economy fixed. That's why I think 20th century banking as we know it is about to be upended. And I think the monetary system as we know it may be upended. This is going to be an interesting one to watch, but I definitely want to put your, your eyes on it and draw your attention to it. Pay attention. Over the next 18 to 24 months, we're going to see something happening in this realm, I believe. And I think it's the best thing for the country. If we were to have a complete debt write-off, we could get the economy moving in the next four to six weeks. So from the time this crisis is over, back to spinning up the economy, you're looking at four to six, maybe eight weeks if they did a complete debt write-off. People go back to their jobs, money starts flowing. Once you have cash flowing without the debt overhead, everything goes back to normal very quickly. Otherwise, it could take years to emerge from this. That's why I think, one of the reasons why I think the 20th century banking is ripe for disruption. My final institution that I think is going to fall away over the next few years is maybe more of a concept than an institution. And that is this concept of globalism. This idea that the whole earth is connected and we have to be reliant on all these other countries. We are seeing that dissolve in front of us on a moment by moment basis. 
It is just right in front of us. All these countries are closing their borders and they're saying we need individual sovereignty. We don't want other people coming to our country. We're trying to keep our people safe. Nationalism is skyrocketing all the way to the top. Globalism is going down very quickly. And what it's going to look like is it's going to come back to that first point of the traditional job and the careers that are changing. For the last hundred years or so, the globalist agenda has said that corporations control the world. Corporations provide the jobs, they provide the innovation, and you go to work for a job at a corporation, you have a career, you have a title, you are an accountant, you are a whatever, a vice president. That's the first thing that people ask whenever you meet them on the street. Hey, your name's Bob, what do you do? In the future, in the very near future, I think we're moving away from globalism And instead, I'm calling it a community-first approach. It's where the individuals move outward from those at-homepreneurs. The individual starts to offer value on the internet and to the people in their sphere. And that value goes out and we start to create global communities, if you will. But it comes from an individual community-first approach as opposed from a corporate globalism approach. Now, this may be a little esoteric for you. I may not be articulating it as well as I would like to, but I have a very clear visual of what I think this is going to look like. Up until now, the individual has not been that important. You're just a pawn in the game. In the new wave of what we're going to see emerging over the next 10 to 15 years, it's already starting to emerge, but what's really going to become the new norm is the individual. People like myself, people like you. They build a presence on the internet through social media, through all the tools that we have, and they offer value to that community. And we have these global communities that rally around an individual, around a personality. We're already seeing it happen. And as we see more and more of this, and as corporations die, as the old institutions die, I think this is where the individualism starts to rise again. And it's gonna be a beautiful day. There's wonderful things that are coming, folks. It's a little unknown. It's a little scary for those of you who don't like change. But on the other side of this, just like every fourth turning before, we're going to rise stronger than ever before. We're going to see a huge economic expansion. Your kids are going to be fine. Your grandkids are going to be fine. And you're going to be fine. Regardless of where you are in your cycle right now, you're going to be fine. So embrace the change. Get excited about it. There's a lot of great things happening. And I think it'll be interesting to come back to this podcast a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, and see how right I am with some of these forecasts. But I think this is pretty close. There's several institutions that have to die. There's new institutions that will be born. We're getting into a new spring. We're a few years away from the the societal spring fully being here. Right now, it's the dark of winter. It's the coldest days, if you will. Follow the metaphor there. But spring is coming. And when the spring comes, the sunshine will come out with it. We will plant new. And then we'll start the whole cycle over again. Now, the good news for you is this is the only time it's going to happen. You don't experience two fourth turnings in a lifetime. You experience one. And you can fast forward about 80 to 100 years from now, and your descendants will go through another fourth turning. And another 80 to 100 years from there, those descendants will experience another fourth turning. And the exact same cycles will continue. The economy will be in upheaval. Society will be separated. It will be fighting with itself. 
and we will have some existential threat that comes to the planet that unifies the people. The people will come together, old institutions will die, new institutions will be born, and the whole cycle will start over again. So don't be afraid. Be encouraged because this is something that we have seen in history. Be encouraged. Every society survives. Be encouraged because the spring is coming. Now, right now in this moment, hunker down, hunker down and get ready for the next phase. Start making new plans. Maybe it's time to start looking at building that business. Now it's time to start, you know, moving online. If you've been doing a brick and mortar business, it's time to move online and start doing an online business. If you've been a career person, it's time to launch off and become an at-homepreneur. This is the wave of the future. If you've had all of your money in the traditional financial planning model, it's time to learn the new model. The time is now. You don't have a choice. The institutions are changing. Now is the time to embrace it. Now is the time to make the adjustments. And the good news is, with these adjustments, all of the success continues to move faster and faster. That's a whole other podcast. But I hope you guys have appreciated this one. I hope you've learned a lot. Uh, listen, we got a lot of great stuff happening. If you're listening to this when I release it, we are launching a Calm in the Storm Summit right now. It's happening this week. If you listen to this podcast next week, then it's probably already passed. But if you're listening to this the day of, join us for our Calm in the Storm Summit. You can sign up for that at calmandthestormsummit.com. You can also find us on Facebook, the Calm in the Storm Summit group. And uh, we'll be happy to add you to that. It's a free public group that anybody can join. And we got lots and lots of great stuff happening. So be sure to check out what's going on on my website, jeremywhaley.com. If you're not on my mailing list, get on my mailing list so I can keep you informed about everything. Thank you all for listening. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. Share the word. Let people know what's going on over here. Trying to give people encouragement and hope in the middle of a storm, middle of a lot of darkness. But don't buy into it. Don't buy into the fear, folks. You were not created to live in fear. And your extraordinary life has not been uprooted. No, this is part of the refinement. This is exactly what we have to go through in order to emerge as the extraordinary human beings that we were created to live. So believe it, receive it, plan on it. Look forward towards the future. And until next time, remember to live extraordinary. I'll talk to you soon.